Hey there, my name is Chris. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church, and I am so excited that you've joined us today for Horizon at Home. God's been doing some amazing things in our lives and in our community. We've seen baptisms. We've seen people being fed each week at the Gandhi Civic Center. And we are just excited about the ways that God is going to continue to shine light and ignite change in our community. And we would love for you to be a part. If this is your first time joining us, please text the word HORIZON to the number 94000, 94000. Text that word HORIZON. And we would love for you to fill out a connection card. Fill out as much information as you want, and we'll connect with you this week. We'll even send you a free gift in the mail. We are so excited that you've joined us today. Please, in the next few minutes, go grab a cup of coffee, find that comfy place on the couch, and enjoy worshiping with us. We'll have a few worship songs, and Pastor Erica will bring a powerful message to close out our series, Joyful, Patient, Faithful. Again, thank you for joining us. Good morning. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon. Welcome to Horizon at Home. This morning, we are going to look at our third message in this series, Joyful, Patient, Faithful. This verse that we've been looking at the last three weeks comes from Romans chapter 12, verse 12. A man named Paul, who was a pastor of, of churches in, in the Roman area, he wrote this to his churches while he was in jail. The reason this verse has resonated with me so deeply is, is Paul was separated from his people. He couldn't see them. He couldn't be with them. But God had still asked him to be the pastor of these people. And so he's writing them letters about how they can continue to be the people of God, even in this weird and dark season when the government is turning over on its head, when he is stuck in prison, stuck away from his people, when when things are just crazy and, and out of all control, God asked Paul to write the words to these people in Rome, and he asked them, God asked Paul to say to them, be people who are joyful in hope. Cheerfully expect that I'm going to do something even in the midst of this mess. Be people who are joyful in hope. He tells them to be patient in affliction. Be patient even in the midst of this storm and this hard time. Be, be people who are patient in affliction, trusting that I am still at work. When it is easier to rush to the next thing and move to the next thing, God asked Paul to say to his people, be patient in the affliction. And God asked Paul to say to the people to be faithful in prayer. I'll be really honest with you. The faithful in prayer is one of the hardest things for me. I'm a person who loves to roll my sleeves up and get to work. Let's move on to the next thing. And there's something about being faithful in prayer that asks us to give up that doing, that accomplishing, that sense of, of I've got to get things done. And it asks us to turn our lives over to God. Being faithful in prayer helps us to be people who can be joyful in hope. Being faithful in prayer helps us be people who are patient in affliction. And it helps us to be people who can shine light and ignite change in a world that needs it. This morning, I want us to look at a few ways that, that we can begin to be people who are faithful in prayer. I am not good at praying. I, it is, I don't always know where to begin or what to do. And this is what I feel like God told me this week, right? That, that this, this idea that prayer is passive and not helpful, that, that's not actually helpful in looking at the, at the bigger picture of things that God wants us to be faithful in our prayer lives. God wants us to pray over preparations. 
Pray over preparing. I love to look ahead at 7,000 different things that could go wrong in the future, and I like to have 9,000 plans for all of the things that could go wrong. I am the queen of worrying about and figuring out how to come up with all of these plans and prepare for all of these worst-case scenarios. And this week, I felt like God said being faithful in prayer doesn't mean you don't prepare. It just means that you pray over those preparations. And suddenly, I didn't need 9,000 plans for how to, how to go about my week this week. Instead, I was, I was freed up, right? I've been exhausted coming up with 9,000 different plans about what we're going to do if this happens or if this happens or if this happens. And this week, I was a person who prayed before I prepared those plans, and this is what I felt like God said, that a person who's faithful in prayer is freed up. You are rested and ready to be a person who can be joyful in hope, who can be patient in affliction with the people that you love and that are around you. A person who is faithful in prayer prays over being prepared. I have a friend who is a chaplain at Tampa General Hospital. A chaplain goes and visits with folks who are experiencing hard times in the hospital. Her job is even more important in this season of COVID-19 when visitation and stuff is restricted. So she spends a lot of times just walking with people through really hard things in their lives. And in the early days of, of COVID-19, I was checking on her. You know, are, are you doing okay? Um, how are things going? And, and she texted me back and she said, Erica, it's been easier for me to watch the news than it has been for me to pray. Because as we watch the news, as we come up with all these things that might or could or should happen, we, we begin to lose our trust and our faith in God. And God asks us to be people who are faithful in prayer. As she began to shift and, and pray over her patients, pray over the hospital, pray over the people experiencing COVID-19, as she began to be a person who was faithful in prayer, her life began to change. Her posture began to change. What does it look like today for you to spend more time praying than preparing? What does it look like for you to be a person who prays over the preparations that you are making? You can be freed up to rest and experience the goodness that God has in life for you. Be faithful in prayer. The second thing that I think we have to do to be people who are faithful in prayer is that we have to pray over perfection. What holds me back from praying so often is I'm not going to pray the perfect prayer at the perfect time or the perfect amount of time every day. I'm just not going to be able to do that, so I might as well not even try to pray. And God says, I've not asked for perfection. I've asked for faithfulness. What does it look like for you today to be faithful over perfection? So often in my life, I'm striving for perfection, not just in my prayer life, but in my job, in being a parent, in being a wife, in being a friend, in being a human being, in being a neighbor, in being everything. I, I just want to be perfect. If I'll get everything perfect, if I live in the perfect house and I have the perfect car and I find the perfect ways to do all of the things that I have to get done in my life, then everything in my life will be perfect. And God has not asked us to be perfect people. God has asked us to be people who are faithful. What does it look like today if you begin to pray over your perfection? And this is what I found this week as God invited me to pray instead of being so perfection driven. When I began to, to just pray and say, God, 
today, this, this message is you, it's in your hands. Use me. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to say, um, we're not going to start the recording 9,000 times this morning. What does it look like for me to pray instead of be perfect this week? And this is what I found. I was freed up for the perfect plan and vision and dream God has for my life and for the people around me. Suddenly, I could be more present with my children because I wasn't worried about saying or doing or being the perfect mom. Suddenly, I could be more present with my husband because I wasn't worried about our marriage being perfect. Suddenly, I could be present with my people at Horizon whom I love because God didn't ask me to be a perfect pastor. God just asked me to be a faithful pastor. God's not asking you this morning to be perfect. God's just asking you to be faithful Start with being faithful in your prayer life. Just show up with God and share with God what it is that you need. Share with God what it is you want to be perfect. Start giving God the dreams of your heart. Just show up and be faithful and quit worrying about being so perfect. The third thing that God asks us to do as we are people who are faithful in prayer is to pray over pretending. It's been really easy in this season for a friend to text me and say, how are you? And me to say, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything is not fine. I turn my news on and I see racial injustice and it is absolutely eating me alive. I I turn on my news and I see that 200,000 people have died of a virus and I'm not fine. I've spent extra time with my family and I've realized that that While I strive to be a perfect mom, my parenting skills are not always fine. Our marriages are not fine. I'm reading and I know people's recovery rates are low and relapse rates are high. Divorce is increasing. Things are not okay. Things are not fine. And the more we keep pretending that everything is okay, the less able we are to be people who are faithful in prayer. God asks us to pray over pretending. There is one place where you don't have to text back and say, I'm fine, everything's okay, and that is with God. You don't have to pretend anymore. God, things are falling apart in our world, and I don't know what to do anymore. I offer this to you. God, things are falling apart in my life, and I don't know what to do anymore. I offer it to you. God, I cannot pretend anymore. I'm exhausted and I'm tired. Pray over pretending. If you don't have the courage yet to share with a friend that things are not okay, start with God. Start praying over all of those places you're pretending in your life where you're not okay. Pray over pretending because as you are faithful in prayer, as you, as you start praying over pretending, God will begin to heal you and transform you so that you can be a person who is joyful in hope, who's patient even in the midst of the hard stuff you're walking through right now. A person who's faithful in prayer gives space and room for God to heal and move and transform and change you into the person God needs you to be to shine light and ignite change in the world. This week, Chris asked me a question as we were preparing for some future message series. He says, how do you experience God? And I said, my whole life I grew up thinking God just needed to fix something in me, that something was wrong and God's sole reason for existing was just to fix those major things wrong with me and with the people around us. 
But this is what I have found to be true about God. This is how I really experienced God when my life absolutely fell apart, when it crumbled in front of my very eyes. God was a soft place to land. God didn't rush to fix me. God didn't rush to, to make all the problems go away. God was a soft place to land, a safe place to say, I can't do this anymore. God was a safe and soft spot to land. And this is what I recognized. The reason prayer is so hard, the reason it's so hard to be a person who's faithful in prayer is because we would rather keep God at a distance. We want God for an hour on Sunday morning. We want God to show up when and how and what and ask us to do what we want God to ask us to do. We keep God at a distance. But when we start participating in a relationship with God through a faithful prayer life, as we begin to, to pray over being prepared, God begins to, to, to let God's plan and dream take root in, in those places of, of the future of our lives. When we begin to pray over pretending, God begins to, to, to take the real things in our lives and, and watch them bloom and blossom so we can be people who are actually shining light and igniting real change in the world. When we are people who are faithful in prayer, we get more caught up in being people who are faithful instead of perfect. And God can use faithful people. God can use faithful people to do a whole lot in the world. This morning, if you are ready to fall apart, I invite you to pray faithfully, God, my life is your life. God, my heart is your heart. Do what I can't do anymore. I am tired of holding it all together. I can't be perfect. I can't pretend and I can't make plans and control the world anymore. I'm ready to be faithful in my prayer life to you, God. I'm ready for my life to be faithful to you. Some of you have never prayed that prayer. Some of you have never asked God. Some of you have never asked God to take control of your life and your heart. And this morning is the perfect time to do that. Send us a message right now. Click in the, in the message button and send us a message and say, I've prayed this prayer for the first time ever in my life. I'm ready to not just be faithful in my life of prayer. I'm ready for every step I take to be one that is about following God and letting God do with my life what God wants to do with it. This morning, what does it look like to say, God, every step is yours, every breath is yours, my heart is yours, my life is yours. I am ready to pray over being prepared. I'm ready to pray over being perfect. I'm ready to pray over pretending. I'm ready, God, to participate in a relationship with you that you may change me and make me new. I'm ready, God, for you to make a way where I have seen no way. I'm ready, God, for you to keep those promises in my life. I am ready, God, to give my life and my heart to you. Pray. Pray that prayer this morning. Amen. God is a way maker, a light in the darkness. And over the last few weeks, I've seen some amazing ways that God has shined light into your lives and in the lives of this community. We've seen people come to rededicate their life to Jesus. We've seen people come to be baptized and follow Jesus Christ. And we are just so excited for the ways that God's going to continue to shine light and ignite change in our community. And that's because of your faithfulness in giving. If you came prepared to give today, please go to horizontpa.info for ways to give online. Or you can text any dollar amount to the number 84321. 
Thank you for being such faithful givers and the ways that you're shining light, igniting change in our community and the ways that we're able to continue to reach people for Jesus Christ because that's always been the heartbeat of who Horizon is, to reach another person to shine light and ignite change together.